0: Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together.
1: Hey guys, what's up? Amir Ryder here with the Transform Sales Podcast, the Transform Life Edition, where we like to tell people the direct truth and reality of how sales can take over your life and change it for the better. I got my Chris, I got my, uh, my guest Chris Bogue, I hope I pronounced it correctly, founder of ChrisBogue.io. And if I didn't pronounce it correctly, I said two things wrong. Did I, did I get it right? Oh, you got it right. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. I know that we met in, commu- in a community, which is all the buzz these days. So people are meeting each other. We quickly got in. I, I asked, I was like, Who, whose life has been transformed by sales? And, and you raised your hand. So that, now here we are. But before we get into that, I'd love for you to maybe tell the audience and listeners a quick interesting fact about yourself that they might not know. Yeah. So I am a uh, sales trainer and coach,
0: but I'm also a sketch comedian. I did sketch comedy at Chicago's second city for 15 years. And that's where I learned how to work with others. So what people don't realize I do a lot of comedy on LinkedIn. I have a lot of comedy sketches, but for a long time, I was not on stage. I was writing the shows. I was directing casts of actors. Um, but I was not actually in the show. So, yeah, I like to think that I have a knack for like helping other people get a good performance, you know, out of them. And that's because I just spent years playing for drunks and tourists and, you know, yes. whoever winds up in Chicago.
1: It's probably hard to get a laugh out of people than it is to get a, a meeting. Right. So I, I could see how that skill kind of can translate into into all the amazing stuff that you do now with the video coaching, video training. Um, talk to me about how you broke into sales. What was that like? Where, you know, where did how did you go from uh, and, and it's actually awesome for anybody listening that that you know you went from being in sketch economy, not it's got sketch comedy and being part of putting it together to sales because it's it's now you know, obviously a business owner right but how did you make that leap how would you get into sales?
0: I mean, Chicago's got a pretty like bustling tech scene and and have for a while. Um, famously here, the the startups. I mean, it's hard to not hire. Comedians in Chicago like Second City is very popular. We've got a lot of really famous comedy theaters and that's where Chris Farley and Tina Fey and Bob Odenkirk and everybody's favorites. They all learned in Chicago. So uh, yeah, oftentimes companies they're hiring uh, comedians because one we have no shame. You know, and two, it's like, we know how to talk to people. We know how to build a connection. uh, And that's what you need to do when you're doing sales. It's a lot of calling. um, It's a lot of meetings. It's a lot of talking to people. And um, yeah, just the the skills are transferable. You know, Um, and I was was doing a lot of improv too. And improv and sales are both, uh, they're both disciplines that require good listening skills. You have to be able to listen, read a room, take cues from other people and still find a way to win even if the scene doesn't go the way you hoped it would go.
1: That sounds like what I think comedy would be, right? So I can see how it's transport. Was there was there did you go straight from from that in industry to to deciding to open up chrisbogue.io or did you have a pit stop of like an entry level sales job?
0: Yeah, so it was like I started just like entry level. And, you know, it was the comedy thing was just like a side thing. You know, it was just like, oh, I'll do this on the nights and weekends. Um, I had this huge turning point in uh, during when COVID happened. Right. So um, at the time I was selling education technology to universities. So long, complicated sale, you know, just takes a long time. Lots of You know, decision makers, you know, having to buy as a committee Um, and all the three best ways I had to reach people were suddenly no longer available. Right. That was call their office, visit them on campus or visit an educational conference. Mm -hmm. Right? So COVID happened. Everyone's working from home. They are no longer in their office. All my trips got canceled. Can't go to campus. Can't go to conferences. Still have to hit my quota. So I started getting on video. And I quickly realized that I was better at video than any of the other sellers on my team. They would take- so during like,
1: this role, just want to pause, were you an SDR or you're an account executive? Or or what was- that? was, was an
0: AE. We had So we had somebody, like we so had are, SDR setting me, meetings for you us. You were a
1: prospecting AE. That's, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. So you were an AE that actually did the prospecting.
0: Yeah. And I've also discovered that like video, the people who do use video use it Mostly for outreach, and mm-hmm. I do I, I do it a lot for outreach too, but I actually find it's even more effective with stuff that's already in the pipeline. you know, it's better at getting people to show up for meetings. People are less likely to ghost on you, you know, or cancel or reschedule meetings if you send a little 30 30 second video two days beforehand reminding them I do recap videos. Um, videos are great for quotes. they're great for like, legal matters, you know, where it's like, you want, you need to convey nuance that maybe is not going to come across in an email. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't actually get another meeting with them, or if it's hard to arrange another meeting for them, video is your next best option, right? Oh, I agree. Um, and it's like, this is just, it's one of those things where like sales teams and marketing teams and everybody in B2B will be like, oh, just go make a video. And they don't actually talk about what that entails you know? And, uh, during those years I spent some time, I did some work on television. I did some web series. I've just got more experience being in front of cameras than the average seller does. And yeah, I was going on LinkedIn and I was just seeing people giving advice that was just wrong. You know, it was just giving the opposite advice that anybody who's ever been on video knows. And I just made the decision to just go at it myself. I'm like, I think this is powerful enough where i can sell this on my own and uh yeah i would rather work for myself than you know pass deals through this long complicated sales process and yeah i had to teach myself how to productize myself and sell myself but it was the best decision i've ever made i'm so much happier and i'm making more money
1: essentially essentially getting into a career of sales has i would say right off the bat gave you an awesome career and an awesome job, but it was a very quick gateway to becoming a business owner. Right. Um, and that's kind of why I bring um, guests like yourself on the show, because, you know, even at cloud test, we have, we have a vast marketplace of customer sales rules, but I, I, a lot of people in the marketplace or just globally, they're put off by sales, right? They, 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 they're scared of sales. They're intimidated to sales. They're, they're more comfortable, living a lifestyle that they're not comfortable with versus being uncomfortable with sales and getting out of that lifestyle that they're not comfortable with, right? And a lot of uh, people out there that have never been exposed to sales or get hired to the wrong sales company, they don't really understand that most of the business owners that they work with or see that they all have their roots in sales, unless they're a product engineer that developed some crazy technology, right? Um, Commonly, it's either or, right? And I think when they hear stories from somebody who was a sketch comedian supporting a team, they never really think that sales could be that bridge to being a CEO and a business owner. Right. But it's the reality, right? It's this is, these are the, this is the reality that nobody wants to look at. Everybody wants to say sales is hard. Sales sucks, but they don't really look at the impact it can have in your life. They want to be business owners. They aspire to have financial freedom to travel the world but they're just kind of stuck saying, I, I can't do it. Right. Like, like how many people out there are probably in, in comedy or in show, they don't even think that a career of sales could be connected, but it's very connected. Right. Like, oh, like, yeah. like it's, it is. And that now I'm listening and, and, and like, it's like, what, what makes you a world renowned video coach? Well, sounds like you also have years of using sketch and video to make people laugh, which is, it, it, it's such a big core and, and it's so easily overlooked, right? I think, I think people would look at someone like yourself and just be like, Chris has always been a business owner. Chris has always been a sales leader, right? They don't, they don't, they don't remember the times that you were on stage, right? People forget about that and it, and, it, and it seems so different. So it's really, for me, awesome having you as a guest because I like having people that are not career salespeople talk about how sales change their lives. I even love it better when, when not only does sales change their lives, but they turn into CEOs and leaders, right? Um, so that's 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 a that's, that's that's a big that's a big thing. But not to put words in your mouth, I get excited. You know, would you say that sales really is that catalyst for you to become a CEO? Like, what was the biggest change that it did for you?
0: Yeah, it just taught me to ask for what I want.
1: You that's know, a big deal.
0: When I was a, a young man, I just assumed if I went out there and did quality work that somebody would just notice me and just give me a bunch of money. Cause I'm so special, you know, and that's not how life works. It is, you, you have to go fight for it. You have to go ask for what you want. And to your point earlier about people who think sales is scummy or, you know, like they don't want to do it or whatever. I say either, either you go out there and sell yourself or somebody is going to do it for you. You know, um, you think sales is annoying? Well, I've got news for you. Marketing's annoying too, right? I don't wanna watch your commercials. I don't wanna read your emails. If you say, hey, I don't do that. Uh, I work in nonprofits. Well, you know what? Your requests for charity are annoying too. (laughs) And if you say, oh, you just rely on the government. Okay, well, your taxation is annoying too. And your politicians are annoying. Either you're gonna have to go annoy someone for yourself Or you're going to have to let somebody else be annoying on your behalf and just accept whatever you get from them. And I've just learned there's no substitution for picking up the phone, introducing yourself, just going out there and asking for what you want. And if they don't want you, that's fine. You know, not everyone's going to want what you sell, but somebody will, provided you have something to offer.
1: Yeah, I'm like the big thing when I'm listening to you is like, wait, we kind of hone in on like in business, a lot of it has to do with with a lot of it has to do with. You know, your, your professional career, your income and your ability to have families, travel the world and, and live a good life, a high quality of life. Right. But when I'm listening to what sales has done for you, too, which is something I want to talk about, is it it's actually impacted your your uh, the way you look at the world. Right. And it and it's showed you that um, in order to get the things that you want, you have to ask for it. And it sounds like such a simple idea, but to millions, it's not right. I think millions of people are uncomfortable Telling people what they want and where they want to get to as if it's, you know, they're, they're to be ashamed of, of wanting nice things or wanting a nice life. Right. And I think that, you know, we forget to talk about that. Not only can sales transform your, your, your income, right, and, and, and affect your immediate lifestyle in the moment, but that mentality change that it can do to the way you see the world can also improve the way that you work with friends, family, your local government. Um, how you raise your family, right? If you have a family, how you talk to your spouse or significant other, right? So it's like, it's a lot deeper than sales just transforming your pocket. It also can transform your ability to navigate the world we live in and socialize with people in a way that makes you feel comfortable to be who you are with the things you want in your life, right? That's kind of what I'm hearing is like the big thing that it did for you.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a mindset shift. And, you know, I I do a lot of my stuff on LinkedIn. I make fun of LinkedIn and I have a lot of fun with the sketch comedy on there because I almost feel like there's something fundamentally dishonest about it where it's like everybody's acting like we're not there for money. And I'm like, hey, this was literally the only social media platform that was built for self-promotion. Oh man. Like, that is the purpose of it. The whole, it was made so you could put your resume up there and find a better job, showcase what you've done. And, like, you know, I do character work and I do a lot of funny stuff, but I'll just do bits where I just scream at, like, the audience, just like, I'm here because I want your money. Like, yeah. I want you to pay me. I can help you make more money. This is not, I'm it's not doing as this. As if for we're
1: fun. embarrassed to talk about profits. Something I also notice about LinkedIn, and I don't want LinkedIn to cancel, is that nobody's talking about stock valuation i'm like there's been there's been like like facebook changed its name to meta with a product that wasn't even complete nobody's talking about the billions of dollars of valuation lost then they did massive cuts change a lot of stuff and they increased 100 they doubled their market cap over the last six months no one's talking about it on linkedin so no one's talking about the biggest companies making and losing money right uh, i did a post today about Uh, by the light and just seeing like what people thought about like that's no one talks about it because they're afraid to talk about money but all this stuff is about money and i think it's not really about clout and followers and on linkedin it's about like how do we help each other make money and i i appreciate you saying that because i wish people spoke about that more often right like there's never been someone being like i just watched the k1 report from tesla and it was amazing to see how elon musk did know they're always talking about fluffy stuff and about themselves and it's like that almost as if the conversations about like the trillions of dollars of valuations are just not talked about And i i don't know why um i don't know if people feel uncomfortable talking about on linkedin but i'm glad you are um honest on linkedin i might i might join you and start and start being might start being real with people a little bit more right i think we're afraid of just telling people the truth like yeah i want i want to work with you and i'll help you with video and you'll make some more money like why can't we say that right i think Instead, all we try to say is, I'm the best at video. I'm the best. I'm the best. We don't talk about who we're helping, if that makes sense, and why we're helping them.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I will say that too. I, I try to stay in my lane in terms of what I talk about. You know, I built this business around a set of skills that I have that I saw B2B is lacking in. So it's like, I don't really talk much about, you know, Meta and Tesla like that because I'm not an expert. You know, like my expertise is like the skill that I have here, you know, so my content is about how to create better videos, you know, like how to how to create a better process for video, how to be better at performing on camera on video. Um, And the thing that people don't get, you know, uh, at home if you're listening and if you're the type of person who's afraid of sales or afraid of being salesy. Usually the nicest people who reject me are the most successful ones. You know, when I started the business, I was just punching above my weight class and just trying to take meetings with anybody. And like, yeah, the people out there who've made a lot of money, who've done very well for themselves, who've like, you know, built and sold businesses, they're the ones who will actually be like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. You know, Um, they're the ones who like, if, if you pitch them they might actually give you 30 seconds. It's because they've actually been out there in the trenches building. I find the people who are angriest and who are meanest to you when you call are usually the people with the least amount of power. You know, it's. Simple, I it's do, to I I, really I yeah. talked
1: about that. So I talked about that recently with a high high net individual friend of mine who talked about how whenever he works with people that make seven figures, they're the like nicest, sweetest people, and then whenever he works with people who make 100 to 200k, they are the most arrogant, rudest people. Um, and it's just funny. It's a funny coincidence. And I'm not going to speculate as to why. I think it has a lot to do with just maybe frustrations or just kind of like they they have to. They're not happy where they're at, and they try to beat back the ego. I don't know, but we we see that often. Um, question about your video preparation for everybody listening. Cause it's actually interesting because everybody in our remote community does a video profile, right? So in order to get an interview to the marketplace, they have to do a video profile, they have to be presentable, they have to speak clearly and, and, and they, they need to get picked. So I guess the question would be, how do you prepare for videos? Is there any connection to like how you used to prepare as an actor, um, are you doing any like kind of research preparation before uh, you make a video? And that like, what, what would you recommend to a person that uses video looking to get an interview? Would you, any recommendations for that set individual? Uh
0: Yeah, I'd have a couple. Um, I, I make them fast. I make them, you know, uh, if you're sending videos out there try to make them shorter than 60 seconds especially if the people aren't, like if they don't know you already um I, I used i help people use video to get jobs too you know but it's like you, you kind of got to be a little bit more sophisticated about it i always say the the difference between i how i use video and how a lot of sellers use video is like sellers will like send uh they'll send a screen share right so it's them in like a little tiny bubble here in the the corner of the screen mm-hmm. and then it's their product demo prospect didn't ask for a product demo you know mm-hmm. so no one watches the video um I send like a 45 second video about them, you know? And uh, like, if I wanted to get hired for a position or considered for a position, I would reach out. I wouldn't start with a lot of exposition. I would just be like, hey, Amir, you know, here's why I wanna talk to you about this role. And I would talk about what the role requires, you know? You could pull that straight from the job listing. Um, But I view it as like in B2B, if you're gonna make a video in the sales process, even if that video is just me and my face, I actually think about it like a two person video, right? My prospect is actually the main character of the video, even though they're not there, I'm Mm -hmm. the supporting character, right? And if I wanna set a meeting with somebody, you know, usually I'll build up a little bit of interest. Maybe that's through cold email. Maybe that's through DMs. Maybe that's through some, you know, we have a conversation at an event or something. Um, But then when I send that 45 second video, I'm using the word you a lot. You know, I'd say, hey, Amir, I wanted to reach out with you because here's something I want you to think about. You know, I know that you have this goal. I know your company prioritizes this. I see you out there working on this. And I see a lot of alignment between us and i'd like to have a conversation with you because i do da 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 you know you mentioned one or two sentences and that's it and i put subtitles on it so even if that person is let's say in an uber going somewhere they don't have to like take their airpods out to get sound they can watch it without sound but yeah i make it light i make it about them i make it 45 seconds long and i follow up with them and if i don't hear back in 3 or 4 days i send a screenshot of the transcript and I say, hey Amir, yeah. I just realized maybe it's not convenient for you to watch a video. So here's the transcript. Let me know if you're open to chatting about this. And nobody in B2B is doing that.
1: I'm gonna start doing it. It's amazing. Now, and the listeners are gonna do it. And the guy, the people in our marketplace that are looking for a sales business to change your life are gonna start doing it. So to recap, you recommend 45 seconds. Totally makes sense. We have short session spans. Make it about them, not you. They are the protagonist, they are the main, they are the main character, right? Which is which is totally awesome advice ensure that there's transcripts take the time right uh, lots of technology out there i can i can put some links to a few technologies i use like video video.io that will quickly do uh, quickly put tra- um, captions on it right and
0: just then straight- after, after
1: a few me. days take the script and be polite and say videos maybe not for you uh, here's what i said in the video that you just basically gave your secret sauce and no one and what percent of people are going to listen to it right 1% right so um, hopefully we can hammer it around and and <laughs> it's like the secret's here. Chris Bogue's an expert. He just told you the secret. Who wants to listen to the secret? Well, I will, because I'm gonna show you that I respect um, your career and I and I don't need to do 20 plus years of and I just the number out of my hat of of wor- working in sketch comedy uh, and in video um, owning a video company to be, I don't have to go refigure out the wheel. I just have to actually follow an expert and talk to him. So you're going to see me do some videos like that, just so I can. That's my way of saying thank you of being a guest on the show. It's going to be to listen to you, right? Because I think um, people that give advice and really believe what they believe, I think the best way to say thank you to that person is to fuck, to listen to them, right? Um, no better, no better thank you than that. Um, before we before we take off, because I'm listening to your advice, we got to keep the podcast time low, right? Because nobody wants an hour long podcast, right? Um, what is your best advice to somebody who just wants to break into sales? Right. Like, like somebody's like, I'm want to break into sales. I know it could change my life, but I'm scared. What's their best advice to that person?
0: Like, there are complete morons who do quite well for themselves in sales. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not magic. You can go learn it. It's a skill. It's like any skill. You know, if you like you're gonna have to start at the bottom somewhere. But like just go learn from the people who are doing it well. Get very curious. Like, look at the people who are smashing their quotas. What kind of emails are they sending? What kind of questions are they asking? You know, in a sales presentation, like how does their voice sound on a call? What are they doing with their tone of their voice? Like this stuff is all out there. And and you know, I'm just a person who learns by doing. So it's like you show me a, a sales playbook, I'm like, uh, but if you if I could actually just observe somebody doing it at a high level. Like, anybody who's who's doing sales and they're, they're in a good organization and they're constantly hitting their quotas, they're not doing it wildly different every time. Like, they've got a system down where they're pretty much running the same show every time, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. The secret to success, I mean, you look at Tony Robbins, he's probably been saying the same thing uh, to some of the brightest, smartest people in the world for 30 years, right? So, like, it's actually just simple. Uh, We all just need to start listening to each other, right? Because I think that's what makes humans great is that we learn from each other. I'm like, that's the whole new phase, chat GDP, right? I'm not going to get into that. Um, Chris, this has been awesome. This has been one of our best shows because I just, I love your transparency, but I also love the fact that you came from a field that a lot of people wouldn't connect to sales, right? And I think that there's a lot of value in hearing that you could be in medical, you can be a guy who's going to be pre-med too, right? Like people don't know that. Um, It's a lot of value to know that you can you can literally move from an industry that you think is not connected to that industry. And I think it's also great that like, you didn't talk about money, right? You talked about the change of the mindset it gave you, right? So I think it's also another thing to, to, to really focus on the fact that, you know, money is one of the most important, not important things, right? I think, if, I, I think it's, it's no secret, right? If you don't have it, you need it for medical stuff, but you, it's not going to make you happy if you have too much, you really focused on how it sets you free mentally and how you could start asking for the things you want, which i I'm like, imagine living a life of not being comfortable asking for the things you want, right? That's, I don't know if that's a life that I would want to live. And I, I, know, I certainly know that, you know, um, you changing your mindset, I could tell that it just, it has a, a bigger effect than just your career, right? Um, anybody who wants to follow you, connect with you, learn from you, become an expert at video, what, where can they do that? And how can they, how can they reach out to you, Chris? What's, is it, is it chrisbogey.io? We're going where to get, we're going get you.
0: Yeah, so uh, ChrisBogue.io is where you can buy my course. I sell a digital course called The Complete Guide to Selling on Video. So it is start to finish video for every stage of your pipeline. It starts with on-camera performance. It moves into list building and targeting, a little bit of LinkedIn growth, and then filming editing and outbound for gmail and linkedin uh cover captions we cover thumbnails all that good stuff uh there's also comedy in it every module ends with a comedy sketch that pulls you into the next module so uh if you want to check it out chrisbogue.io is where you can get the course you can also go ahead and follow me on linkedin so i create content there all the time uh, about sales about video um about performing about how to create content that's actually going to drive revenue to your business so go ahead and send me a connection request on linkedin my name is chris bogue spelled b-o-g-u-e uh and you can also listen to my podcast so i have a podcast called chris sells his soul uh, it is conversations <laughs> about how you can use your creativity in sales and marketing and how you can better sell yourself uh, and better use your creative skills in business so you can check that out wherever you get podcasts it's chris sells his soul
1: I'd love to guest one day if you'd be on. If you'd let me let me be on, and then I, I'd also love to list you on our marketplace um, at, at academy.cloudtest.com. that's a separate conversation because we are a marketplace, and I'd love to I'd love to have your expertise listed there too. Uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this Transform Sales Podcast, Transform Life Edition. Chris, appreciate you, um, and thank you for helping the community. Thanks for having me. Likewise, take care.